What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Sex Panther, what's going on, man? Oh, our last unsufferable day of no NBA action. We're just kind of limping through with our hockey and college basketball. I'm actually doing pretty decent. I went three and one yesterday. Apologies to the parlay. The one loss was in the parlay, but i kind of looking forward to getting back and talking some NBA action, particularly since I got another NBA expert, but a guy that loves the NBA, Mike Phil's still with us again. What's going on, Phil? Hey, good morning, fellas. Yeah, I can't wait for the NBA to get back. It's it's uh, really strange when my account doesn't have any player props in it. So it's it's been a weird, <laughs> a weird couple days. Excited to get back to the norm tomorrow, but we'll uh, we'll keep betting college basketball while they'll let us. Right, right. I love it. Love it. Um, you did. Uh, what was your big play yesterday in college basketball, Phil? I had uh, I had Florida. Uh, I'm not not Florida. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about today's game. I had Miami, the Hurricanes, yes, on the money yes, line yes. plus one eighteen, and then I had their. Uh, you know, I took the points too. So that was a nice hit. Went two and one. I uh, I lost. Let's see. What what game was it? Oh, Baylor. Yeah, yeah. Baylor's a bunch of frauds. But then I did win with <laughs> over Tennessee. So two and one, not bad. And. Uh, We'll uh, we'll pick some winners today too. Oh, that's fantastic! Um, you posted something in the book club I found really interesting because I, this topic is infinitely fascinating to me. I don't know how much detail you can go into, but can you tell us something about what you posted yesterday? Sure, man. Yeah. Um, so we have a, a group, Steve and I, that we're in that you know it, it's NASCAR gamblers, and we, you know we 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 talk a lot and share ideas and um, just things that we see in the marketplace. And, you know, for the first couple of weeks of the season, we've been just really disappointed with DraftKings offerings. Last year, they were, you know, the, the industry leader. They were first to market. They had the widest variety. And, you know, we could really pick them apart early in the week. And then, uh, you know, we've been disappointed so far this year because it's, it's been mostly copy and paste what everybody else has, which is not much. So uh, turns out, uh, I guess a, a, a little birdie spoke to one of our, our pals in the industry. And they said, if you use DraftKings 
you know, mostly for NASCAR racing. If that's where you keep a majority of your money to, to place your NASCAR bets, move it because things aren't going to change. They don't have, I guess, a trader for NASCAR. Uh, so they are no longer the industry leader for that. So uh, Steve and I are working the pivot. Uh, looks like Superbook seems to be a, a pretty good outlet. Caesars has a lot of offerings. Um, the the Bet Rivers books seem to be uh, pretty good as well with with their NASCAR markets. But DraftKings, you're out. Hmm. I'm always fascinated by that um, about where lines come from. Who invents the lines? Like you know, there's a service everybody can subscribe to, and it sounds like DraftKings is just signed up to the service, and they're not going to be doing any customizations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's 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 sad because you know, in you know, for our, the mutual fund. I had moved a lot of money into DraftKings in anticipation of NASCAR action. Yeah, so yeah. we can personal action down and the mutual fund down. And, um, you know, we're, we're just going to have to pivot. But um, they do have, like, a ton of Formula One stuff, markets that nobody else has. So if there's a silver lining, maybe they hired a Formula One guy and, and you know, buried the NASCAR guy out back because Steve and I beat him so bad. Yeah, I was going to say, you just basically cost somebody his livelihood. Yeah, I mean, and it was two years too late. They should have fired the guy years ago. Uh, <laughs> I guess they, they listened to him quiver in the back room and beg for his job for one more try. And, uh, you know, we got him again. So, um, sorry, buddy. I, I apologize. Well, I'd ask Sex, Sex Panther what he thinks, but he has left the chat. I mean, I, I don't know. If th- that Does that improve things or does it make things worse around here? What What's the... what's the verdict i don't know i don't know the the guys in the chat would have to tell us i I honestly don't know he's still not (laughs) he's still not back okay well yeah i mean i find where where odds come from who does you know who does what how they do it why they do it that is so fascinating to me um and pinnacle famously has said they don't have an in-house guy that does this kind of stuff no mathematicians they just they have a system and that's what they do yeah, and they, they don't offer racing at all. So, I mean, they're the, yeah. the sharp book in the market. I guess that makes sense. You know, it's NASCAR, you can find, um, if you're not careful, if you have a guy that doesn't know exactly what he's doing or what he's looking at, you can honestly just pick them apart and, and do it week after week and just be, be ahead of, of whoever they've got. If your computer's better than their computer, you win. And, you know, we've been winning the last two years. Uh, so we'll we'll just have to to find a, a new guy to get fired. Your computer's name is Steve. Okay. Yes, yeah, he uh, <laughs> he, he wears glasses and uh, he's <laughs> that's our guy. Oh man, good stuff. Ah, uh, shit. I don't know. Do you want to just start talking about some of the stuff we talked about pre-show? Yep. We got a long list. We got a myriad of things to go through today. I gave you guys a bunch of stuff we could talk about. Nate McMillan fired by the Hawks with just twenty three games left in the NBA season. Yeah, I mean it. it it's kind of eerily familiar what what happened to him several years ago when he took over as the Hawks coach. Uh, they went, I think, twenty seven and eleven while he was the interim, um, and they ended up, you know, winning their way to the Eastern Conference Final that year in in twenty 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 one. And ever since then, you know, that gave rise to his expectations, and they just haven't stepped up. They were eighth in the East last year, forty three and thirty nine. They're twenty nine and thirty this year, eighth in the East. And the East is weak. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's no secret that the you know there's been a power shift to the West here um, the last few weeks with all the trade moves and Durant moving and Kyrie leaving and and a lot of pieces going West. Um, 
they must just really be sold that McMillan's not the guy. And that's a shame. I mean, they have quite quite a good roster. Trey Young, they acquired Deontay Murray this offseason. DeAndre Hunter, Clint Capella, John Collins. He's unhappy. Um, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, I mean, that guy can shoot the lights out of a three. This is a good team, you know, with lots of nice pieces. And they're just treading water. So, I mean, what do you think about it? I think it's the right move. Yeah, it's hard to argue. And we, we, what is the what is the function of a head coach in the NBA? Like uh, we've t- uh, we've talked about the NFL that head coaches aren't X's and O's guys; they're more CEO over the whole the whole organization. What is, what is the function of a head coach in the NBA? Is it just, just to keep all the personalities happy? I yeah, probably. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are a couple X's and O's guys. You know, still hanging around like, um, like Popovich. You know, I, I would yeah. imagine he's involved in in what's actually happening than, you know, figureheads um, like some of these newer coaches. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess it it really depends on the situation, and it, it's a, a lot of it's on the players. But you need a scapegoat when things are going wrong. So <laughs> I, McMillan is is the scapegoat, and that sucks. But hey, man, he got paid for that run a couple years ago. Got that four year deal, and. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what this team does. I mean, they have the pieces to make a run in a week east. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see where, where things go. Hey, Panther, welcome back. My boss called, had to take that call. But, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I kind of compare this Atlanta Hawks situation to maybe the Arizona Cardinals. Like you had a, a coach with a questionable pedigree, uh, and then you got the star player like Kyler Murray, you got Trey Young. There's been the speculation. Max talked about it, how Trey Young might be on the outs. And with McMillan gone, now you kind of got to wonder, what, was there any kind of animosity there? Um, does is Trey Young still possibly hit the trade market in the offseason? Uh, it, it's curious to see if the interim guy will – get an extended look or if they've got something they're looking at later on. But there is way too much talent on this Hawks team to be where they are. And I'm not entirely sure um, I, the coach is the problem. Like, it, it's the NBA. But like you said, there's not a whole lot of X's and O's. Steve Kerr comes to mind. He's a, he's a great X's and O's guy, Popovich. But for the most part, it's a lot of plug and play. Either these guys can play together or they can't. Um, it, it might be kind of like a few years ago, the Sacramento Kings, where they have too much talent and, and they do need to uh, subtract some of those players. But I, I agree with Bill. I think McMillan was the fall guy here. Uh, feel bad for him, but uh, it's, I don't think it's the last domino to fall in Atlanta. No, I mean the the uh, I'm seeing here the general manager was already had already stepped down. Mm. So it looks like yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, no Travis whatever last name stepped down as president of basketball operations and the GM stepped up. So it looks like there's a lot of shakeup in the front office too. It looks like no one's happy with the direction this team's going. Yeah. They must- I, and I don't know where they're going to go with it because you, you, okay, you get rid of the coach, but it's the players on the court. Like a coach can sit here and tell you do this, do this, but, but it's the players on the court. I don't know if there's another sport, maybe baseball where the coach is damn near almost as irrelevant as it is in, in basketball, the players don't get out there and do their jobs and, and are a cohesive unit. I don't know what a, a reshuffled front office is supposed to do or another coach is going to do it. It's going to start on the floor. Am I wrong, Phil? No, I, you're, you're hundred percent right. It's, it's the, you know, the, the players and their performance gets the coaches paid and gets them fired in the NBA in, in most cases. So, 
Um, that's just what we saw here. Now, I, I, you know, I wish the Sixers would fire Doc, you know, because I think <laughs> Doc head coach, you know, you get some of them that are just absolutely useless. Um, you know, but McMillan, they, they've been a 500 team under this guy, except for the one good run in 2020. So, you know, I'm not from Atlanta. I don't get the Atlanta news and I, I don't see a lot of, of, of Hawks basketball, but maybe it was very comparable to Doc. Maybe he just brought nothing to the table and they got to shake up the whole organization. So um, it'll be very interesting to see to see what happens. All right. I compared last year's move. When they brought DeJounte Murray over to Atlanta, that was like the equivalent of, to me, like bringing Westbrook over to the Lakers. Like, I, I didn't understand how that was supposed to fit. I, can, can they keep going forward with Trey Young and DeJounte Murray, or do they have to fix that? Because I think that's too much player and not enough ball. What do you think, Phil? Yeah, I mean, playing with Trey Young, it, it takes a – it takes a certain kind of player because um, he's so ball dominant and he shoots a ton. So you, you need somebody that doesn't mind working off the ball and, um, you know, can create some space. So um, if you're coming to Atlanta, you're going to be a second fiddle. It's Trey's team. Um, so, I, you know, Murray is not a good fit. I think he's a great player. I think he's going to going to be a good piece somewhere, but he just doesn't fit into this, into this mix. And I, you know, you, you've heard John Collins speaking. He is really unhappy with it as well so i mean uh trey young just he he's like a, a black hole for the ball and nobody else is happy around him okay uh Art. I, I was gonna ask you guys real quick i was just looking up the odds um new coach bump atlanta hawks to win the division just win the division is plus 300 versus miami's minus 300 they're only a few games behind them with three I mean, there might be value because of the plus line. Nobody's, nobody's afraid of Miami. But I, I don't think the coach, so-called coach bump, I don't, I don't think there is one. These players, it's the same team that they've had now um, for the entire season. I, as long as Murray and Young are both there, I actually think you would see more of a bump if one of them actually got injured. Like, I just think there's too much player and not enough ball and I don't. Gotcha. Got it. Well said. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. You go ahead. You got a final point. The Panthers thought it's it's not just the, the same core of players this year, but it's been the same nucleus of players for the last three seasons. You know, and, and we've seen a lot of 500 balls. So something does need to change in the player department as well. I, he, he was probably trying to say something like that. I gotcha. Well, good for you. Way, way to save Panther. Oh. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> Do we give a shit about this story? The The Athletic is reporting that the NBA and NBA Players Association have discussed trying to tie the league's MVP to how many games a player appeared on the court. Does anybody give a shit about this, or is this a good idea? I mean, they vote for it, right? The MVPs voted for it. Uh, I, I think that's already built in. Is it not? Like, how do you how do you take a LeBron James, for example? Statistically speaking, and by average, he, he's as good as he's ever been. But he's only playing 60% of the games. He's not going to win an MVP. So I, I don't know if they need to build in a rule or something along those lines. I think it's it's already integrated. Uh, just like we saw in the NFL, Jalen Hurts missed, what, two or three games? And I think that hurt him in the, in the MVP race. 
I think in the NBA, it's already built in. So I, I don't know if they need to add anything. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think it's it's voted on by you know people. It's not just like a stat thing, and you know it, it's it's inherently built in, like you said, Panther. Like um, you know, Jalen Hurts. As soon as the news came out that he was going to miss a, a single game, you know, before it turned into more, you know, his MVP odds plummeted. Um, you know, you, you see that now with with Giannis. You know, his wrist caused a, a couple dollar movement in Embiid and Jokic and and his own odds. So, you know, mandating a rule, I don't think is going to change anything with the load management. I think it's just optics. They're, they're trying to make it look like the NBA is doing something about this load management thing to avoid a lockout that's looming. So, um, you know, th- this award thing, I think it's a small blip, but it's good that they're starting to acknowledge that they have to do something about this load management crap. You think they will do something about the load management? And then you said to avoid a lockout. Is that you think they're going to negotiate that into the contract? I I I think they're going to have to do something because you know, um, that some some players are starting to get fed up. I mean, it's going to start affecting ticket sales. It's 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 a lot, you know. Um, so there is a CBA looming. Um, who knows what what happens? I, I read somewhere that there could be a lockout on the horizon because of it. Wow. Well, the NBA did it to themselves because now that everybody makes the playoffs, it's what it feels like. You can re- you can rest guys. I mean, Golden State's sitting around the eight nine hole, uh, to, you know, in the playoff race, and I don't think they give a shit because they just want to get into the dance and they'll be fine. They, them expanding the playoffs probably made a load management situation even worse. We've always had load management, but it just feels like it's way worse right now. Nobody plays 82 games. Not a single person. So how would you mandate that? What's the number then? 75%? 80%? Of games like, played? Yeah. I mean, if, if, a, if a player is really injured, you can't make them go out on the floor. But I, I don't even know how you do this, this load management. Or if, if you're just sitting them to sit them. I mean, they've got to come up with something. I know Popovich did that shit where he would he would bench Tim Duncan because oh he's old he needs a day off. Like come on, people play pay hard earned money to see the stars to go watch these players play. Particularly if you're in you know a, a not star studded team and one of the away teams come, do you want to see that star the one time they come and then they don't play? That's a problem. I think that's why they're getting so much flack. And you saw it also in, in the All-Star game where they just kind of didn't want to play. And they're like, come on, guys. These guys pay good money. Fans come out to watch you play. Get on the fucking court and play. And I think <laughs> that's where we're at. Just get on the court. I don't know how you mandate it. I haven't really given it much thought, but something's got to be done. I just don't know how you do it. I honestly have no idea how you mandate this, how you mandate that people have to play. Maybe, maybe they made. Maybe if like Steph Curry's in your town for one game only in the season, you you, you uh, open it up uh, for a mandatory shootout or uh, you know shoot around. You have to be able to at least watch him shoot around pregame. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Phil, you got any thoughts on it? None. None. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Enough of that. The MVP doesn't matter. That's my take. Nobody cares about that. Um, everything else is too big to talk about. Let's take a breather and talk about the book club. Phil, what's going on in the book club? 
uh, a lot's going on. Um, we're, we're dropping a, a Formula One card this morning. Mm. Uh, we're dropping our uh, initial outright winners for an auto club this weekend. Um, you know that we're going to be putting that down this morning as well. Uh, we got a golf tournament starting tomorrow. Steve put out a, a ton of plays for that. Um, you know, we got darts. I I hit a pretty sweet same game parlay in soccer yesterday that was a little over four to one, which is pretty sweet. So right. there's a lot going on in the in the book club, which you can be a part of at thedgens.net or everyone hates wentz.com. Uh, you get a three day free trial. Now is like the perfect day to join because that free trial takes you through all the race picks. So join today and let's get it going. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Oh, I love it. All right, Panther, NHL. NHL, short slate, only three games, but only one that I like. We're looking at Calgary going to Arizona. Um, you know, I've, I've done my fair share of shitting on the Arizona Coyotes, but I tell you, if there's ever a chance to catch value with them, it's when they get a nice, healthy plus line at home. They've cashed several times at home uh, going against what I would consider mediocre teams. Like Calgary on the road at minus 210 just seems way too chalky. So I love the Coyotes at home plus, what do we got, about 175 or so? Uh, I want I want to put ten bucks on the Coyotes. Yeah, like it looks like you can get plus one eighty or so. Nice. Yeah, I like that. I, I I'll, I'll lean with you on this one. I I think there's some value on the the Coyotes with that number. Um, yeah, Calgary. They it looks like they're probably going to win, but I don't know if you can warrant or justify that kind of line. Minus two hundred five, minus two fifteen seems a little high. That seems a a little high for a, a road team. So um, the other two games were just, I think the favorites are there just way too chalky. So I wasn't betting either one of those. I hit them a couple days ago. I think I want to hit them again. I'm looking at the Winnipeg jets with this plus 100 line. To me, this seems like a coin flip kind of game. We're getting a little bit better than coin flip odds on Winnipeg. So let's do it. Give me the jets plus 100. I don't hate it. Yes. Jets. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. All right. I wonder, do they chant that? Do they chant that at Winnipeg? No idea. I don't know. Is Aaron Rodgers playing like forward or winger or anything tonight or what? He's still in the hole, right? He's still. Uh, I have no idea. He's still in the Batcave. <laughs> yeah, they're playing in New York and it's not the New York team. All right. 
enough of that shit. College basketball. Phil? College. Or Panther. Yeah, yeah Phil. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, I'll go right. first. Saints. You want to go first, Phil? You go first. Uh, I've only got two. <laughs> Loaded. I love this lineup today. I, I got to go home and actually dive through it. I think today's a very, very bettable day. But off the jump, I'm looking at St. John's going to Georgetown. This ain't your daddy's Georgetown. These guys suck. I mean, St. John's ain't exactly great, but Georgetown's just absolutely atrocious. The minus two for St. John's is almost suspiciously low, but we covered suspiciously low yesterday. And like Arch likes to say, they don't know. So give me St. John's. Give me the Red Storm minus the two. Ten bucks. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I had three games on my card here plus a lean, and this was one of them. So I am in complete agreement with you, Panther. Let's go St. John's in the Red Storm. What is it, two? Uh, yeah, I agree with you guys then. At the two, absolutely. I think St. John's does cover this one. Yo, Arch, you and I talked earlier this year about how bad Georgetown was and how uh-huh. bad Patrick Ewing was. So th- this just fits right in. Beautiful time. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect tie-in. Uh, last game up for me, Wake Forest is on the road going to NC State. I didn't know NC State was actually this good of a basketball team. Wake Forest, it's not as good as they've been in the past. Again, another line that might be considered suspiciously low, NC State at home, only giving up six. I can get there pretty easily, so I'll lay the six and uh, take that wolf pack for 10 bucks. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give you... I'll give you um... Um, whatever it's called, um, moral support, moral support. Yeah. My brain's not working. I'm at work in the back <laughs> room of the government agency. So, you know, it's a, it's a tough morning, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know too much about this game. I haven't looked into it. So moral support to you, sir. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're on the right side, but I think this is going to be a nail biter. I think you're, <laughs> I don't think you're going to be comfortable until the game is over. Oh, well, the game will be over before I wake up, so I'll find out around midnight or so. Those are the only two games I got. What do you got, Phil? All right, I'm, I'm looking at a couple SEC matchups. Um, the first one is Vandy against LSU. Um, I saw Vandy was somewhere between a two and a two and a half point mm-hmm. uh, favorite. Is that is that right on the screen here? Yep, yep. yep. yep two and a half. Perfect. Um, Vandy's won five straight. They beat Auburn, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Florida. And um, LSU has lost 14 in a row. They haven't won, you know, in a very, very long time. Um, so this, this LSU team, I don't care that they're home. I think they have packed it in. They, you know, they don't have, you know, any aspirations of winning the conference or, um, you know, making a tournament. They are dead ducks. So I like this Vandy team and their, their recent resurgence. I'm going to lay the two. I like that play a lot. This is probably one of the games that I might be on later in the day, but I just, LSU's been a dumpster fire, and yet Vanderbilt, who's playing really well, like you mentioned, only two, only two and a half, just seemed kind of really low. Like, I'm in agreement, but the line just kind of has me given a a little bit of pause. Hmm. Yeah, I really don't know on this one. I mean, I assume 14 in a row, (laughs) they're going to win one eventually, right? Someday? No. Okay. No. Phil? He's gone dark. Panther. You've already given your your card, so that's uh Do you have do you have any picks that you're looking at, Arch? Not really, no. Uh let's see. I had I had one note up. Let me see here. Let's find this. Game. Uh 
it looks to me, I, I just picked this one up because I know you guys are on the show. North Carolina is playing Notre Dame. North Carolina is minus six and a half. And I think they cover. <laughs> I, don't think it's a, I don't think it's a good time for the Irish. So I, I would definitely uh, take a look at North Carolina pretty hard. Are you, are you, are you just being a Notre Dame hater or you really just think North? It's not the same North Carolina that we've been used to seeing for the last, what, three decades. And I kind of wonder for Notre Dame if, you know, Mike Bray is stepping down and at some point, you know, did the players, particularly at home, step up for his final swan song? I don't think this is their last home game, but uh, at some point you just kind of think that the Notre Dame players might try to give him a really good going away present. And I just can't think of anything better than beating North Carolina uh, at the Joyce Center in South Bend. So I was going to lean to Notre Dame with the points, but I, I, Notre Dame, betting Notre Dame is not um, a recipe for success. No, no, it's really not. No, I do have them legitimately losing by about seven points. Okay, so it's right there. This, that line's right there. It's right there. So I do think North Carolina wins and covers. Um, yeah, it's not the same North Carolina team we're historically used to seeing. Uh, maybe because you uh, Tar Heels don't have any uh, coaches you can uh, steal from Kansas. I mean, they could, couldn't they? They could try. They could try. But yeah, I mean, well, if, if you don't steal one from Kansas, apparently you don't do so well. Uh, it's like this game. You, you hate both schools. <laughs> That's right. Um, well... Shit, that's all I had really to talk about. Let's uh, let's see, let's see. Who's your daddy? Says Georgetown just won on the road at Butler. Although Butler sucks, I'm sure they blew their load bet there. Yeah, I kind of think I I saw that, but it's you can't take anything away from it because it's not the same Butler team that you know that went to the championship a a few years back. Uh, Just Georgetown's dumpster fire. They're they're going to sneak a win out every once in a while, but it's pretty easy to fade them. You fade. If you fade Georgetown, you're going to make a lot of money. See, Daddy says Vandy's been good since they got their center back. Oh, that translates. I'm with you, though. Losing 14 in a row, like you kind of wonder if they have any pride in LSU wants to win a game. Or that two, two and a half, those just seems so suspiciously low. Yeah, it does seem like a really low line. Um, I think it's about a one-point game. I'm just kind of looking at the stats right now. It, it looks pretty close. So it's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be a nail-biter. And uh, Phil has still not arrived. Boy, this is the day where people just leave and then come back. Leave and come back. (laughs) Well, let's put a pen in it. What did we talk about today? We talked about the NBA pretty much extensively in the first half of the show. Uh, MVP, does it matter? Can you legislate it? Uh, Legislate MVP voting? Can you legislate how much players play? That seems like such a weird area to get into. We also talked about, of course, the Atlanta Hawks. Are they going to improve? Are they going to stay the same? What needs to change? Talked about NHL and college basketball, Panther. That's it. That is it. I'll do my best Max slash Phil outro, but, um, you know, we're hanging out in the book club. It's the Discord channel. That's where you guys really can get the most value from being part of Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. You know, we're in NASCAR season, so Phil and Steve um, with, with their NASCAR picks, Arch with his darts picks, and this is the time to get in. So get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll shoot the shit right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. When it's all said and done, get all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. 
Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.